see, I, I think I'm offering the insightful commentary and the humor. So what am I here for? The color? They've been through all day, but it's so fun. They have each other's bags when the day is finally done. In a world setting in a Georgia town. On a show about libraries and visual sound. In the stacks of the library where it always starts. The stacks are much more than either of us thoughts. It's Thursday for mayhem, it's Thursday for fun. In the stacks with Barry and the Goya, it's second to none. Hello and welcome to episode, uh, I don't know, five gazillion and two of uh, In the Stacks with Barry and LaToya. Wow, LaToya, you sound uh, really great today. Um, actually, LaToya is um, somewhere else in the building at the moment. She wanted to record a show today, so that's what we're doing. Um, and uh, I'm going to try not to blow out my voice. I'm being recorded on a different podcast uh, in a little over an hour, and um, so... But we're going to go and get started right now, and hopefully LaToya will join us very soon. Uh, as of this recording, it is May 30th, so uh, the big thing going on uh, in my personal life was yesterday was uh, Julian's kindergarten graduation. Um, so they had a big ceremony and gave out all kinds of awards and so forth, and it was like a two-hour long ceremony. And, um, you know... I. Some people had wondered if I was going to cry or anything like that, but I, I did not. Uh, it, was a, it was a fun experience, and he's very excited to be headed into first grade. And uh, he got an award for, uh, it, it, I think they called it like educational mastery or something. You know, they, they have this whole set of things. Um, you know, you, you have to hit these like minimums in order to, to go to first grade, and then you, have, you can have mastery, which means you've exceeded all of those and have moved past them on into, you know, some first grade stuff, and so he had exceeded all of them, so we're very proud of that, and, um, you know, so he's heading into first grade, so he's excited about the summer, which, uh, started today for him, uh, so that's the big thing going on in my personal life, and, uh, when Latoya gets here, I am certain that she will, uh, share some of the details of hers with us. Um, other things going on, I, um, I've been struggling to finish this weird Western story. Uh, it's due for Mechanoid Press. It's due on the first, and uh, so I have two days I can do this. And um, it's really I only have a couple thousand words left, and uh, then should have that out there. And maybe I'll finish it today. I don't know. Probably tomorrow. But uh, I'm looking forward to being done with it. Um, you know, sometimes I feel that way with my own work, but I feel that way a lot with uh, other people's stuff. So I'm anxious to be finished with that one. So Latoya has joined us. Yes, yes, I'm here. And uh, I just talked about Julian's graduation. So now Latoya will tell us what's been going on in her personal life. Gave me the crappy chair. I'll I'll I went there. to um, uh, lose yesterday, and um, of course Bob was asking about you, since you know we always come in together. I told him that you went to your son's um, graduation, and he was like. Barry has a son? <laughs> like, yeah. But, I don't know, I assume that because he has been around us for so long that he would know, but... No, now that you generally talk about my private life with him. So. I don't know, I, I guess something I mean, like he, that. Unless I just, he's paid attention to me having a wedding ring on, he probably wouldn't even know I was married. Maybe. Yeah. So you're saying what's I don't know if he's married or... I think he's, like... I think he's maybe seen someone, or... I don't know. I, I, yeah, why would I talk to him about that? I don't... I don't know. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I'm sorry. I was <laughs> the why I had to step out was there were some people from Charter, which I had no idea was coming today. You know the the spool out there in that cone. Yeah. Yeah, they serve a purpose, which I was completely unaware of. Um, well, purpose? Could, I mean, I think they were going to use them at some point. Yeah. Well. <laughs> So I went downstairs. Let me put my phone on. Um, tell it to do not disturb. Okay. So I went down there, and they're apparently the ones to put the fiber in. But I don't think they were completely clear on that fact either. Because he went in, <laughs> he said that they're here about the fiber. I was like, okay. And he's like, well, where is it? And I was like, well, you know, they said they're going to put it, blah, blah, blah. So I walked them downstairs. And at that point, he realized, because he asked me, where's the MD something and the blah, blah. I was like, um. <laughs> mm -hmm. He's like, oh. I said, yeah, we don't have fiber. He's like, oh, okay, okay. So <laughs> so he's like, okay, well, I'm, you know, here to put in, the, to install it into the building or whatever. Right. Um. We went outside. He's like, well, you know, after he saw what was what, he's like, well, I want to call your attention to something real quick. So we go outside of Jared's area. And, yeah, the spool and the cone, yeah. the cone was covering something. Like, if you look at the cone, it split in half, and it was gripped around this big old PVC pipe that is protruding from, the side, from our sidewalk area okay. with the spool itself. Is what it comes out of that. That is the fiber. So what he has to now do <laughs> is okay. run that fiber inside. So he was like, for one, he was. I was shocked. He was shocked at the location. And he said, you know, it could be because of maybe the foundation of the building. Maybe right. the foundation wall isn't a plate because he says they never go into foundation. Right. So it's like okay. So he has to find a way to get that fiber, that conduit, inside the building. Now, from the start, I've never understood why it was such an issue. Like, I assumed that they would have run it through where, like, the phone lines are or something. I mean, I guess maybe that would have been just too much work. Right. Rather, they dug up the <laughs> parking lot area. Um, so, yeah. In the end, there's going to be um, some PVC piping, um, electrical grade or whatever, that will run from where that conduit is because he's going to have to cut it down uh -huh. and run it into the building. So we're going to forever have a piece of pipe <laughs> outside the side of the building. Um, he said, you know, it's not when they're finished with it, it's not something that will be, um, people won't really be able to vandalize it, whatever. He's like, his concern is making sure that it's secure because he's like, yeah, thousands of dollars yeah yeah he said this is basically this is the lifeblood but yeah then he went inside and he's like so well if somebody does vandalize it is it their responsibility you know or we have to pay for somebody to fix it i'm going to assume that they would because yeah, yeah i mean it's not our fault but that's where they decided to run the thing but um yeah then he went inside we went back inside of jared's area and he said yeah um based on what someone else told me um, I was under the assumption that this was an unfinished storage area, like it's storage, but, you know, he's like, yeah, this is kind of nice. There's like a desk. Oh, there's somebody over. <laughs> so I was like, yeah. So I am very curious in the end 
what they do to get that fiber in the building. I'm sure they were thinking about going to the floor and tearing up the floor. I mean, if they pay for it, do whatever the heck they want to. But I'm hoping what they actually end up doing is just, because it looks like they're going to have to come through that exterior wall um, of brick. Because um, he said that it's going to get kind of loud coming up. And he said he'd let us know. It wouldn't be for a long period of time. But I told him to tell Jared, who would then call us to let us know, oh, the noise is going to start. And I said, it's good that you're on that side of the building. But, so yeah, they're going to have to drill through to come inside to get to that closet to set up whatever is in there. And then from there, everything feeds out. Um, I was telling Jared that I really hope that after the headache of this entire process, that it is as good as it's supposed to be. Because, you know, I'm like, I've been on the phone with them countless times. I was on the phone with them yesterday, only be t to be told that the date that we had discussed before was the wrong install date, that it's actually the 20th. So, you know, again, with all these different people coming in, you know, I thought, oh, someone's going to run it into the building. Right. Someone else would maybe put whatever, whatever needed need to be connected to would come in and do that. We would do whatever. I mean, it's, it's just been, it's not been that at all. It's like different crews come to do different things. And, um, it has been <laughs> very, very frustrating among other things. So, um, I do know that as of yesterday, I confirmed it with charter. This could change that the day that our fiber goes on is the 20th of June. So um, as to whether or not I will have an IT consultant here, I don't know. But I'm trying to find out as much information well, as Joel I can. Joel has fled the country. Yes, yes. Um, Joel has, uh, <laughs> last we heard, might possibly be in Haiti. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you know, we've had a number of people calling from uh, various government agencies who say they need to speak to him, and I, you know, I don't know. <laughs> um, so, um, so, yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. So I've been in these conversations. I've been scribbling down notes as to what information I might need to find out. Um, I've been on them about giving us our IP. Um, well, we, we're going to get several, but I need what's going to be our primary public one so that I can give it to the state and stuff like that in preparation for that switchover. So it's just been a really tedious, cumbersome job. Um, but in the end, it would be nice if we can truly put all of our telecom onto the fiber. Um, I did ask them about, <clears throat> like, you know, partitioning what off. What about Netflix? Are we going to get Netflix here? That's once just up have, to us. Once we have the better bandwidth. Sure. I mean, I already have access to a Netflix account that I use, that our entire family uses. <laughs> just just log on. You know. Absolutely, because I know it'll, it'll still be slow as hell out there because you know Sarah will be streaming, you know, that development show and uh, Arrested Development. Yeah, and you'll be streaming <laughs> something, and I'll be watching True Blood or something. Well, I, I did tell them that I wanted to see about partitioning because I said, you know, my concern is that, of course, the patrons will suck up all that bandwidth, even though it's more than we could have even fathomed before. So um, I'm going to look into that. They said something about a quality of service thing, and I was going to seek out some um, help from maybe other IT people in Pine um, that I know partition. Um, you know, because I was thinking of maybe doing like an 80-20. They can have 80% of the bandwidth, and we have a dedicated 20, so they can do whatever. When they saturate out that, then they're done. Um, realistically, we would never exceed. We would never need 20. I mean, but now that 
you would probably be doing Netflix and stuff. We might have to change that. <laughs> we might have to change that a bit. But I'll be glad when Fiber is in the building. Um, I hope that there are no other delays. Um, but anyway, you were saying when I got in. It's not like, you know, our computer thing is uh, stable right now. Uh, people, people are being logged off. Yeah, I had to in deal with that yesterday. I had, had to talk to them about that and, yesterday. Uh, then we have computers just shutting off. Yeah. And I think I'm, I'm hoping, as I spoke to our rep about it yesterday. One person today, she was, she was, she could type in an email and it just, well, they just went off. Yeah. I mean, not, not just like logged her off with a 30 minute thing. It was shut off. Completely shut off. Yeah. I'm hoping that, and I can only assume some of it has to do with our current infrastructure. And I told Demetrius, our rep, I hope, I said, I might be naive in that thinking but that a lot of the latency issues that we have with our network and things not going the way it's supposed to be is because of all the bandwidth issues that when we're on fiber, that it should address it. There's not any kind of issue with connectivity because he says that, of course, in their test environment or when they use it themselves, they have no issue with things dropping. So he says that it's probably because we have so many points of possible failure with the way we have it set up with the various switches and all that stuff. That, yeah, theoretically, yes, it, it could be that, but we're going to figure it out. They've been really great about, you know, them being willing to help us out. It seems like they would be able to, to get rid of that 30-minute time limit thing. Yeah, well, I told them yesterday to, to turn off. any kind of time limit. Right, there's not. Um, I told them yesterday to go ahead and turn off pre-book, which is what it is we put on there to, to stop the duplicate logins. Um, and so I was trying to find a nice way of figuring out what our, what the script is that was used before for us that prevented it to see if maybe they can apply that same script, but that's a whole another texty area. So, um, anyway, you were asking, you were saying what's going on with me. My voice is a little hoarse today. Since you've been shouting at, uh, um, student loan people. That too. Um, actually I started to talk to my mom about it on my way into the office today. As soon as I started to talk about it, my voice started to, <clears throat> like, I started to get hoarse and, and really stressed. Um, yeah, student loans are the devil. Um, I, I Again, I will say that I have no issue paying back my student loans. I borrowed the money, therefore I should pay it back. My problem is that the people who work in the industry seem to be fairly incompetent. Or just the system itself is incompetent. I mean, both would probably be true. I am paying, uh, like, I take advantage of the income-based repayment, repayment plan, which when I spoke to them a month or two back, they had said everything was fine. I wouldn't need to provide my tax information or anything like that until next April, um, and that my amount was going to be the same, even though I, consult I rolled in to my consolidation the last unit loan I took when I went to school last year. Mm -hmm. Well... Apparently, all of that was fabrication because I got an email from them stating, uh, which prompted me to go and log into my account that said, oh, so, you know, you've gotten accustomed to paying like $150 a month for your student loan. That's great. But how about this? Next month, you're going to be paying $614 a month. And of course, I find this out when they're closed. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> you know, got like I said, I got it what the twenty sixth, so that was on Sunday. Closed. Right. Monday being a holiday, I was like, all right, got it. 
So first thing, I mean, as soon as their lines open, Tuesday morning, I called. You know, I'd gotten the shower, was getting ready for work. I was like, well, let me get this started because I know these kinds of conversations can run long. So, yeah, I was told that, oh, you got married, that's nice, but we're going to screw you. Because now that you've gotten married and you filed jointly, right. your income is more. And I was like, you know, I wish I could, you know, I, I, the amount that I supposedly make is kind of like you say, is like, that's not possible. I've never seen that much money in my life. Yeah. So, yeah, they were like, you're married, so we have to um, reassess it. And they said, you know, oh, but, you know, now there's this wonderful new option called pay-as-you-go, which, you know, I don't know what the government is trying to do. I suppose they're trying to help people out, but all they're doing is making a very cumbersome process even worse right. by adding all these extra payment plans. So yeah, yeah, at one point you said to me, you know, that, oh, you needed a, a better paying job. Well, it seems to me the problem is you need a, a lesser paying job. I guess they so. they think you're making too much money. Well, so they've introduced the income-based repayment plan a couple so years ago. So I was back. thinking about helping you. Oh, it would also really? help with the, the budget issues here. And just paying me less. And just paying you less. Right. And then maybe that would, you know, lower your thing. Either that or divorce K. Mm -hmm. Part of it because you're married probably. Right. Divorce K. And, you know, go from there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, okay. So, the income-based repayment plan they introduced a couple of years back. And that has helped a lot. Now they are introducing this thing that's called pay-as-you-go, which I think is like the income-based repayment plan, but is less of a snapshot. You know, the income-based repayment is based on your tax returns. And that's, of course, a snapshot of, you know, one period of time. Right. And that's what they use for a 12-month period. Well, pay-as-you-go has more to do with, I guess, how much you maybe make monthly. I haven't read all the details. But so they're like, well, if you stay on the income-based repayment plan, your payments are going to be 400 something dollars a month. I'm like, yeah, that's still like $200 way more than, you know, I would be comfortable paying. Oh, but if you do the pay-as-you-go plan, you can pay 300 and something dollars a month. I'm like, yeah, that's still double what I'm currently paying. How am I supposed to be excited about that? That's better than 600. Yeah, but really, <laughs> 600, 1,000, if I don't have the money, I don't have the money. You know, it's one of those things. What, what kills me is, you know, they, you know, they, they made you keep going back, you know? I mean, you didn't, want, you didn't want to defer your payments, and that's why you stayed in school. They made you do that. And now they're expecting you to pay back this large sum of money after they, they're the ones who made you accumulate what? that. Anyway, no, I'm telling you, I don't have an issue paying it back. I don't. I, mean, I, 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 I just, know. I just but think it's their it's, fault. They're the ones who made you get that. No, it's the their price. fault that they keep changing whatever, because it's almost yeah. like because of the way legislation has been, they're trying to figure out their own stuff, you know? And so the people on the front lines don't know all the information. So I talked to one person who said something, then another person who's like, oh, no, they're wrong. So I asked the person on the phone, I said, so is it a custom for you guys to have incompetent people talk mm. to people? And she's like, well, I can't really speak of the person you spoke to, but I'm like, you know, this has happened when I was with Nelnet. Now it's happening with the Department of Ed. I'm like, you know, and then what also, I was telling my mom this morning, what stresses me out is that, you know, they give you this, like, this this glimmer of hope that, you know, there's this, uh, what is it? The, the forgiveness plan, the, the public service forgiveness. 
plan that they're like, if you, once you make your payments for 10 years, then they'll forget, forgive the rest of it. Well, they don't tell you that it's, there are a lot of, <laughs> well, for one, no one's, I don't think anyone's gotten to that point yet, but there, you can't change your payment plan in there. And if you do, then you start over from one. So even though I've been paying on student loans for a couple of years now, when I switched over to the Department of Ed, I started at zero. So, you know, 10 years, <laughs> add to that, add to that zero, another 10 years. And it's like, this makes no sense. Cause when my mom, when I, when she first heard about it, she's like, Oh, well, you've been in public service for over a decade. I'm like, yeah, no, it doesn't really work that way. Mom. No, they, they want their money. I said, you know, that's cool. But yeah, it doesn't matter. I mean, it just means that it's like the clock gets set back at zero and I have to continue to be in public service for that additional 10 years on top of stuff. So, so instead of being here through 2018, you're just you're here getting into 2020. Something. Well, I mean, it's in public service. I don't know about you. But, but yeah, so I mean, just all of it has gotten me so stressed out. There's stuff with Kay and his financial aid situation that has me stressed. And bills that have just been, I mean, it's just been ridiculous. You know, I told them, and, I, and it's sad. I was like, it, you're supposed to get married and, you know, things are supposed to, I guess, in some ways, your your finances should improve a bit. There's two incomes, two-ish incomes, maybe. Um, and I said, I told them that things have gotten worse for me. I got married and I don't have any regrets about getting married, but I'm like, financially speaking, it was the worst thing I could have possibly done. Like it's, there's no help. I'm like, we, we have more bills, more debt. And you know, I'm like he's a accumulating more debt, which I, doesn't help. I, I am literally <clears throat> biting my tongue. I know you, I know you are. So, um, it's just been really hard. Yes. Tuesday for sure. Um, the day that I spoke to them, I was even more upset because I'd even put on my calendar and stuff. Michael Bublé, his new album came out, and I've always gone to his concerts every time he has an album out, whenever he comes to Atlanta. And because I'm a part of the fan club, I would have gotten the opportunity to buy them early, blah, blah, blah. Well, with all this, you know, doom and gloom falling on top of me, I was like, well, you know, I guess it would not be wise for me to buy me tickets and at that point I'm like I don't even know where I find the money to do it anyway so yeah I had already marked on the calendar that I was going to be off the day of the concert and I haven't changed it yet but so I'm like not only do I have to figure out all this money stuff and deal with our collective debt you know I'm like I get no release I don't get to go see my favorite person in concert I don't get to and I mean you know I know it sounds kind of petty or whatever but it's like, you know, like the one thing that I really wanted to do, and granted that this is not my favorite album of his, I'm like, if you're a fan though, you're going to go and see, you know, you're going to support the artist. So yeah, so I don't get to go see Michael Blay. So this morning in the car, of course, because I have so much of his music, like, like you and Robbie, where it's like, even though he might have the same song on different albums, I keep all of them. And so inevitably I'm going to hear one or two play songs on my way into work and that happened and each time even though it was playing in the background while my mom and I were talking I just like hit the skip button because I'm like oh it's too fresh it's too painful you know it's like it just I don't know so we were talking <clears throat> last night about he's like well I can see about sorry <clears throat> getting another job and I was like 
Um, no. So that makes no sense. Like, you need to, if school is what you're going to do, <clears throat> and with you being out of school for so long, you need to concentrate on doing that. And he has full time now at his other job. So I'm like, you need to work on getting your school done and just working your full time. Granted that the pay is not great. It's at least a full time job. That kind of stuff. So I was like, you so know. I just need to get like a web <clears throat> going. And there's things y'all can do to spend time together. And maybe People, they would just be watching there. us sitting there watching TV. Well, no. So that's, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it yeah, just wouldn't that. be exciting at all. So, yeah, now I'm like, <laughs> I told my mom, I said, yeah, I do probably need to maybe do a bit more with my own side business. <clears throat> But I said, it takes money to pay for ads, because I'm like, I'd want to run it in the local paper, yeah. on that kind of stuff. And I'm like, I don't have any money to do that. You know, so I'm like, it's kind of a catch-22. You're damned if you you do, and damned if you don't. So, um, and you don't want to get a business loan, because loans no. are your problem. Anyway. Yeah, I don't want any any borrowed money. I don't want any of that. You know, Kay clings to the hope that maybe one day he'll hit the lottery, and, you know, me being the realist. I'm like, you know, I wish you would take that money you pay yeah. to play the lo- I mean, granted, he uses $2 a week, but still, I'm like, that's $2 you can use somewhere else. <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's been a little a little trying the past few days. Um, so, I guess we'll, we'll see what happens. But, I mean, I do think that I probably do need to devote some time to my own side business, which, again... If I do that and bring in more money when I'm reassessed next year, I have to pay more money on my student loans. Yay. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, I mean, it really is. You're screwed either way. It seems like you need less money. (laughs) Then I can't even pay the bills I do have. I mean, it's so sad when I think about, like, I told them. So this is all because you got married and filed jointly. More so, yeah. Because my my income. You filed separately? Does it still go up or? But see, you take out tax tax it. I know. So, I mean, either way, you're not going to get off. I mean, right now, you've got a monthly increase to worry about, you know? I mean, I'm going to try and make it work. I mean, you know, it just means that there are less things that we're able to do. Not like we could do much before anyway. But, um, you know, I am going to just figure it out. Um, Yeah, I told him it it didn't help that I had to get another car. Um, you know, because I said the month I paid off for, for um, red is the month I end up buying rose, you know, and because of the way the things are, it's not like, I mean, I, I'm so embarrassed to say that I didn't even um, get her at a five year term. It was six. I had to go six years just to get, you know, to buy her. So, I mean, I'm about to finish my first year of payments, but I'm like, oh, great. Five more to go. Um, I mean, the plus side is that with the Hondas, they're very good cars. Because, again, yeah. he's driving my 2007 Fit. I would never have bought another car at, until, you know, it was like, okay, it's got to go. So, I mean, he's at least getting use of it. But, you know, I'm like, I have this 300 something dollar car payment every month. Um, which, you know, had I not had to buy a car, that would have gone to pay down the enormous debt <laughs> that I have because the majority of my income goes to pay off some form of debt, which is really, really pathetic. But I mean, you know, I'm living that American dream. <laughs> of course, you know, I've said it before to you, <clears throat> you know, you, you two have no kids. What together? Mm-hmm. You know, um, you're not going to leave your debt to anybody. So, 
So what? Don't pay it? Blow it up. Nah. Oh, just get more. Yeah, and get more. more. Yeah, no. Eventually, you're gonna die. I'm, and it's so sad because and then the American people's gonna be stuck. There you go. Did they just erase the, the, you know, the zeros off the trillions yeah. of dollars of debt? I mean, you know, I don't want to leave a whole... If I died, I don't want to leave a whole bunch of debt to, to my wife or my son. You ain't got to worry about that. Well, I mean, it, it is sad. I was thinking about the fact that, like... I, I don't watch the news very often. Just because I'm like... I stress out. I'm just one of those that's going to stress anyway. And then I hear stuff on the news that makes me stress out even more. And it... it Lately, I've kind of given some thought to, I told my mom that the whole um, student loan thing is like the VA, where it's like they're so bogged down in who knows what that nothing really gets done. But I was thinking about just how, I don't know, just how, how pathetic it all really is and how sad it is that to this day, they, there's still documentaries that they run about how you know, that really no one on Wall Street was really prosecuted for anything yeah. that was done. And I'm like, what has what they did or what was allowed to happen is still years later. People are still paying for it. People don't have jobs. People can't. You know, I told my mom, if it wasn't for the fact that we are fortunate enough to have a very small local stipend, you and I, I said, even that, <laughs> I said, it doesn't cover the fact that every year health insurance and stuff is mm -hmm. going up. I said, I, we've not received an increase from the state for our wages in four years. And I'm like, things haven't gotten cheaper during that time. <laughs> yeah. You know? And I'm like, so yes, it's hard when you hear that all these people who had their golden parachutes and made all this money, you know, swindling the American people. And Congress seems to be doing so much for them to protect them, whereas others, it's like, you know, no, no, you're, you know, you can continue to, to, you know, this load of just crap that keeps rolling downhill. And it's sad. I mean, it's it's just really, really frustrating. Because, like I said, I yes, I took out that money. It's my responsibility. I'm going to continue to pay on it. But I do think that there are things that the government can do to make things easier for people, um, you know, outside of you know, banking or whatever. Just the regular Main Street people who are trying to do better for themselves, but get caught up in all of this mess too. Because, yeah, it's like when the banks, you slap them on the wrist, and then they're like, oh, we're going to kind of hold back on what we're going to let you borrow. It's like, no, 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 you guys got yourself into this. So, you know. Yeah. Anyway, so, yes, I'm, like, now really worried about it, and that has been my last couple days is dealing with, various vendors for stuff here and then with the student loan stuff um so fun times all around yeah we did um well on a, a lighter note um you did watch the last episode of um orphan black right still yeah, your favorite to, show i'm looking forward to this week's uh, season finale yeah i'm sad it is the last one but it has been such a really good show and i did suggest it to anthony my brother and he just, I mean, as soon as I, I made him watch it, he inhaled all of it. So that that was really cool. Yeah. Um, I've gotten caught up on Arrested, well, no, not Arrested Development. Breaking Bad, I'm all the way through, I'm, I'm caught up now. So when they show this last half of the fifth season, I'll be seeing that as it happens. Um, I did 
on Amazon because all the pre previous seasons were on Netflix and then this last one I had to get on Amazon. So I went ahead and of course paid for the full season. So of course as they air, which they begin airing in August again, then I'll um I'll watch the last, I think it's eight episodes that are left. Arrested Development, I started watching, you know, I tweeted about it when it, when it, you know, the 26th or whatever, when it came back out, that, um, it, I will agree with the reviews I read on people, it's, I mean, it's like, yay, they're back, but it just, it, it's not the same, um, I mean, it's still, it's watchable, <laughs> so I'm not finished about, yet. Uh, next season of, uh, How I Met Your Mother, that's on three. I haven't heard about it. I know it's the last one. Yeah, well, you know, it's the apparently last in the last season. They show you who the mother right. is. All right, yeah. so next <clears throat> season uh, is supposedly the entire season is like 24 hours. Really? So it's like 24? Well, I don't know. I didn't watch 24. But apparently it's like the wedding day or the night before and the day of or whatever. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, every episode, um, you know, kind of has like a little bit about how like each character reacts with her and apparently she's a major character. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, she has and, to. Um, the whole show is about his journey to meeting right. her, essentially. Yeah, so the, the whole season is going to be like you know a twenty-four hour period. And uh, that would be kind of interesting. Well, uh, for one, I wonder how many episodes are in the last season. But they did that with with Arrested Development this year, um, which again, it's a clever show, um, but it's just not as funny for me the way they do it though yeah is that it's like they lay out the scenario and then each episode is, is centered around one of the main characters so you kind of see how things that you saw before like in the first episode right. or two how that really happens and the back end of it so that part is really cool really smart but um i am going to be sad to see how you met your mother get off the air because i've been watching since the beginning and um, it's a really good show. It's great. I mean, obviously, it's been on. Next year will be the ninth year. Um, so so that, that seems like it's going to be fun. Um, I did watch the last episode of Smash because they did cancel that show. It was I really good. It was still on. Yeah, well, they had mid-season, they'd moved it the day um, because they just wanted to burn off the last episodes, um, which was good. They at least showed it and didn't, you know, sit on it. So I didn't watch the last one, so that frees up a slot on my um <laughs> my DVR. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's, uh, there's no new shows that I really plan on watching. I did see, I don't know the name of it. I saw a small preview for the sh the new show that David Tennant's in. Um, I've seen commercials during Orphan yeah, Black for it, but um, I don't know for one. I can't series? remember. Because it looks like it might be. Yeah. For some reason, I thought I had heard there was a mini series, but then when they advertise it, it looks it looks like they're almost promoting it as a ongoing. So either way, I think that I do want to at least catch the first episode. I mean, because I do like Tenant anyway, and I, I mean I saw in a movie he was in, so outside of the whole Doctor Who thing, and I enjoyed it too. So I think I might, and especially if it's a British thing, you know, it's what all of maybe six, eight episodes, depending. Um, I'd probably just take a look at it and see what's what, but. Um, yeah, it's, I don't, as of right now, even stuff that I see that they're pushing that's going to be new in the, in the coming season, none of them look good to me. I mean, I know you're going to watch Under the Dome. 
or try to start to because it's Stephen King, right? Um, and I'm like, I don't really have an interest in watching that. And there's one I keep seeing with like Anne Hache, a commercial, like she's like, yeah, no, I mean, it, it, I don't know, it just, I don't know, shows seem to be just getting dumber or or what. I'm watching Defiant, which is a new show on sci fi, and it's mm -hmm. pretty good so far. It's only been like five episodes so far, though. There's already a couple of things that I when we were watching the episode last night, I said, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of, I don't think they need to do that thing anymore. Because, <laughs> I mean, already they've, they've like repeated a few different story elements, and it's like, yeah, I don't want to see them go back down into the mines again. They go in the freaking mines every freaking episode. It's only been five episodes. Go somewhere <laughs> else. But um, still, it's been, it's been good. Um, so um, Sarah's been texting me. I have opened up the can of worms that is volunteer, volunteerism um, well, at the library. Do more work for free. It'll probably help your, your financial situation. Mm -hmm. But, you know, um, Sarah is our outreach person, so I'm starting to bring back some of the stuff that has been on the back, back, back burner for a while. Um, and, of course, volunteers is one. We still aren't going to have, like, dozens of people helping every day kind of thing, but I do think maybe it is time to start introducing them back into the library. So she's going to be taking care of that. Um, so, yeah, that, that should be kind of interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, um, anything else going on with you or anything that we needed to discuss with me actually in the room versus you just talking and me not being here? I don't think so. Um, you have any plans this week? Well, Saturday's our wedding anniversary, but we've already uh, gone out for it and exchanged gifts and stuff. And so there's several other things going on that day. Everybody's scheduling stuff for the first, so uh, we're going to go to a couple different things. Um, somebody's graduation party and that kind of stuff. Um, but beyond that, don't have anything this weekend. I'm supposed to possibly go and have lunch with our former, my most, one of my most favorite people, um, our former IT person, um, David Smith, um, might go see him um, for, for lunch at some point this weekend. Outside of that, I plan to... Was he on the show? No, we started well. recording the show after he had left. Court, Courtney Stodden, you know, one of those people who's like, mm -hmm. why is she exactly famous? I don't even know who that is. Oh, uh, well, never mind. Then. Why? I, I read about the whole Kate Upton thing because that's my right now. That's my new girl crush, is Kate mm -hmm. Upton. Okay. Because she's like really hot, so Barry's been like sending me special pictures. <laughs> well, Kate Upton, which is funny because um, you know when when I first started talking about Kate Upton, you're like I don't know who that is. Yeah. And I mean know, even though I kept most, hearing her most name. Recent I time, like, I think I mentioned it to Daphne, which was like a month or two ago. She was like I don't know who that is. I'm like, how? I think it how, takes a while to get. Cause at but first, she's been huge for a couple of years. But see, she's as a model. Sports yeah, exactly. Like see, there you go. The chicks aren't really watching. But she's, you know? she's everywhere, though. She, she had the huge um, commercial, you know, where she was eating the sandwich, and it was all over the Yeah, the Super see, Bowl commercial I and, thought, like, when I first heard about her, because I saw her, you know, obviously they covered her on people, but I never read any of her articles or any of the stuff, because I thought she was, like, some reality star. I was like, I don't really care, you know, I'm like, what is this, like, the OC, or, you know, it just wasn't something that was on my radar. You're very, very coming to this party late. 
that's fine. I mean, that means there could be more and more pictures and stuff that I've not seen. But she is a very beautiful girl. Um, I read yesterday on people, they were talking about her Victoria's Secret thing. Yeah. Um, which, I mean, I, I'm curious to see the background of it now, but... Um, I mean, I've seen the picture. Yeah, um, that they had had a falling out, and it was just surprising that she her picture would be on the back of the, of that. Well, a lot of, a lot of the, the skinny model crowd, you know, they don't like her, which is bad, flabby. No, she is... I mean, I think she could even use a little bit more meat in certain areas, but I think, I think she's, that she's very attractive. She's, she's fine, yeah. There's nothing, but she doesn't have a lot of it in, in terms of hips or anything. Well, yeah, but I mean, there's nothing wrong with what she is. <laughs> um, so. But you said Daphne's never heard of her. Uh, yeah, at least last time she was like, I don't know who that is. But. Did you see that uh, apparently, um, where was it? I saw it this morning and I was like, what? Um, Patrick Stewart had never had a pizza? Yeah. I followed Patrick Stewart on. I was like, I, I couldn't believe that. I'm like, how could he have gone? He's 72 years old. How could he have gone your entire life without a pizza? Yeah. And I mean, apparently, I guess he what, he lives in New York or something. He's got a place there now. He bought it like a year ago or something. And I did not realize that there was going to be another X-Men, which, you know, of course, I'm... See, I, I don't... <sighs> that has been all over the news, too. It's, it, it's yeah. a sequel both to the old X-Men movies and, and to the first class. Nice. Uh, it's set in the 70s. So they're bringing back a whole bunch of, well, it's actually time travel. Peter Dinklage is the villain. Oh, wow. Yeah. What? I don't know any of this. It's been all because... everywhere. You read people? Yeah, but, I mean, they haven't been posting that on people. I just don't, you know. Anyway. As much as you, you're interested in this kind of stuff, how can you be so unaware? Anyway, so it's interesting that he had never had a pizza, and he finally had one. Um, yeah, there are things that I'm like, how can you never? And yeah, that's one of those things. It's like saying, I've never, I've never had any ice cream before. It's like, I've never had a pizza. And it's so, I mean, everybody eats pizza or has tasted pizza. Yeah. But, um, yeah, anyway, there's not, there's been stuff on people about Amanda Bynes. I really think that there's something mentally wrong with this woman. I follow her on Twitter, too. I started following her a while back. Just I was, well, every time I read stuff on people about her, I'm like, I'm tempted to, but I'm like, no, that just, that just, you know, spurs are yeah, all There's something really wrong with her. I just hate that she is not, I mean, I guess because she's an adult or whatever, there doesn't seem to be anything anyone can do. I mean, I think there are times where people need to just be like, no, something really is wrong with you. I don't know and how what the laws are now. I mean, it used to be you could have someone committed. So, I mean, you I'm curious about her parents. A, a and hospital or something. Yeah. And they would have to say, yeah, yeah, she's, yeah. But I'm curious about her parents and all that stuff. Because I'm like. I never hear anything about them. Because, yeah, I mean, it's just really, really odd. I mean, she the stuff that she's accused of doing and. So, but, I mean, you know, she's like, oh, the cops patted my vagina. It's like, um, what? Okay, well, as exciting as that was, I realized we actually do have to go. Barry's actually already left the, the room and a lot of important library business going on. So until the next time, um, it's I'm LaToya, Barry's out, and we will, I guess, see you for another episode of In the Stacks with Barry and LaToya. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and send us your ideas for show discussion. Bye.